good luck to freaking Frenchie on that because you know what happens when you have sex with a soup, your dick falls off. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the favorite scene out of the boys is when that man was like, it's panned off. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Hey Vivian. We're here to talk about The Boys season two. Um, how did you feel about it? First of all, I'm glad that they gave us three episodes because I don't know how I would feel if I just had one episode and I was like, so I gotta wait till next Friday. But you know, I was scared. Because I, I love season one so much that I felt like I was hyping up season two. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God, like, season two. Like, oh, my God, like, I can't wait. So I was watching it, and, I mean, it's good. Like, the, I, like, I, like the, I like the first three episodes. Like, I wanted more. But I will say some scenes were kind of predictable. And okay. it was to the point where I was, like, finishing some of their lines. I was like, I kind of felt like, what was the, I don't want to like jump around, but I'm trying to think certain things. Okay. Like with Kamiko and her brother, I kind of knew, I was just like, okay, he, this is, spoiler alerts, by the way, guys, spoiler alerts. So mm -mm. I'm sure, I'm sure if you guys are listening, you guys already seen it, but I knew like the brother was going to die. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I just kind of like, okay, so you know, like, the way that the brother's acting, you know that the brother is going to die. And I knew, like, Homelander, like, some of Homelander's antics started to be like, okay, so this, his character is going to ship pretty quickly. And that is because of two things, his son and storefront. Like, those are the two things that are going to change his character for the worst. And then also with the deep, when he came, when, when they were on the boat and then like the shark started coming, I was like, oh, this is deep trying to reclaim himself. But I was like, I knew he was going to fail. Like I knew he was going to fail. And yeah. so, yeah. So it was just like some of those things like started to become predictable. And even when Homelander pushed his kid off of the roof of the house to make sure that to see, to let him know like, hey, you can fly. I was like, this kid is not going to fly. He's not going to fly. Because they have trained him that he doesn't have any superpowers, that he's normal. So I felt like a lot of the scenes, for me, I kind of felt like they were predictable. But mm -hmm. it was not to the point where I was just like, oh, I don't want to watch this anymore. But I was like, some of their lines were cliche. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. But I mean, but I guess let's, let's just start with the first episode. So the first episode was the big ride. So... When, I, when they first opened the first episode and I saw Starlight and Homeland, I was like, wait, so are they a couple? Like, yeah, I, thought they, like a couple. I thought they were a couple. Because the way that they're, she was looking at him and they were holding hands, and I was just like, so are they, like, the new couple? Because Maeve didn't show up until way later. I honestly thought Maeve was done. And then her ass just showed up. And I'm just like, oh, so she's still part of the seven, I guess. So I was kind of confused on that. But, like, in the first episode, I was like, Oh, so are they're, they're a thing now? Yeah, no. So it's still kind of confusing. I don't know what they are. 
they're definitely not because like she went on all those interviews with um stormfront and every single time they asked her she was like i'm definitely single so when they introduced storefront i liked her in the beginning i liked her because she's just like you know what fuck this i got superpowers i'm here to just do my thing i'm not trying to get into this like i'm not trying to feed into perception perception of girl power and all that stuff like she's like not for the bullshit so i appreciated that for in the beginning i yeah. as we as we talk about episode two and episode three that's slow like episode three i was like i hate this bitch right like yeah. almost as equally as homelander i don't give a fuck if she down or not i just did not like her after episode three which we'll get into but what were your thoughts for the first couple minutes of episode one I also thought that maybe they were a couple, but I'm glad they're not. Um, I did notice the fly again. Um, but that was, oh yeah, that, that I put that on there. I saw the fly. I saw yeah, that fly. In their little hiding spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like, this might go into like season or episode two and episode three, but I, I'm trying to figure out who the fly is. And I kind of feel like maybe it's Mr. Edgar. I know that's crazy. Who but. the fuck is, I don't know who that is. Who's that? Oh, goodness. Because <laughs> you never know anybody's name. Who it's is the black Edgar? guy who's like the head of Vought? Oh, you mean the new black guy? I mean, he was always the head of Vought. But they never showed him in season one. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and what episode? Uh, the last episode, he gave um, Madeline um, her raise and promotion. <laughs> I That's pretty much skip all of that because I, I he's the guy that was in breaking bad so i was just like i would have definitely yeah. known he's also in this horrible show called revolution where he basically plays, plays the same character but um yeah uh i don't know how he knows all that's going on but he knew exactly like word for word what homelander did he was like oh you took compound v and ran it all over the globe and that's exactly what homelander said so I don't know if he is like a secret soup or something, but for some reason he always knows what's going on all the time. So I don't know, but I, I'm trying to figure out who that fly is. So that's a good prediction. Yeah. That is a good prediction. <laughs> I would definitely say though, okay, so we have to talk about this. Mallory's head exploded. Oh, that was a really good scene. Her nose started bleeding and I'm just like, Maybe I mean I'll say I was I wasn't thinking that it would lead to her head exploding, but cause you know we mentioned in the last episode our last podcast that oh uh they're not they're not gonna bring her back like that was our predictions like oh they're not gonna bring her back because she's useless right. now but they did so when I saw her I was just like oh okay I guess there is some use for her because they're trying to you know get back connected with their families and all of that stuff and then obviously stop the soups or whatever. But then she dies. So I'm just like, okay, so the old lady going to replace Mallory, because, not like in, in the sense of her actual job at the CIA, but are they going to be like their new connect to kind of getting so each of the Spice Girls could get what they want? Because that's what Mallory was until her head blew off or head exploded. Yeah, I think you're getting the um, person's name wrong. Maybe? Mallory. It's, that's her name, Mallory. Are you sure? <laughs> I am positive. I, her name is Mallory. I am positive. Now, I don't know the old woman's name, though. That's the name I don't know. Mallory. I, sw- I have it in my... Okay, well, let's just... Okay, so let's just... <laughs> CIA lady, 
Yeah, I think um, the one whose head exploded, her name is Raina. Uh, or maybe Raina. Okay, let's just call her Raina for now. Mallory's yeah. the old woman. Raina yes. is the girl who got her head exploded. Yes, yes. So yes. I think Mallory is going to now take over for Raina in the sense where Matt Raina is Mallory is going to be the one to now help them get what they want. So with home, not with Homelander, but with um, what's his name? God dang it, Butcher. Get his wife back. Um, uh, milk mother, mother milk, whatever. Get his family back. Frenchie, I guess, like stop running and Kiwi. I don't know. But you know what's interesting? When I was watching the beginning, like obviously we all know, episode one Butcher didn't show up until way later. Mm, yeah. So I was like, oh, so Huey is the new quote unquote Butcher. That's what I thought in the sense of leading the team. And then as soon as his ass, as soon as Butcher shows up. It's just kind of like, oh, now Huey kind of like became small again. Like, oh, like I'm this little wimpy dude again. And I'm just like, I feel like he had his chance. And I'm just like, okay, there's going to be tensions between these two because Huey is here for the team. But we all know Butcher, who's a complete dick, and I wrote that on here, is here for one thing, and that is his wife. And the yeah. interesting thing was I didn't think he was going to come back that soon because I kind of thought there would be a scene with him and his wife, but I guess not. So I don't know if you have any thoughts, any other thing that uh, spoke to you, during, not spoke to you, but kind of like got you like, oh my God, for episode one, like what else? Maybe I'm mis mentioning, missing something. Um, We didn't talk about the breast milk, which is so weird um guys if you haven't seen the um season one of the boys homelander is kind of obsessed with his boss and after he kills her there's still some like breast milk left in her office and he finds it and starts drinking it so that kind of tells you how creepy he is and how fucked up he is and um then, like, literally right afterwards, Ashley, like, kind of catches him in the act. And she's basically Madeline's replacement. Um, and they go over to see somebody auditioning to be in the seven. And um, it kind of shows you just how, like, little he cares about anybody because he murders the um person who's trying out for the seven just because they're disabled so um i think he specifically hired her because he knew that he could get away manipulate with her, her. He wanted. yeah, yeah. Like, but she's stupid yeah. unless vault is either paying her a ton of money or she just stupid because she could she should just quit like i feel like her job right. is yeah. so stressful i'm just like bro like just quit like um, that's why, like, maybe Vault is paying her mad money, but I'm, I'm not like, sure they are. But it's not nothing's worth all of that. Yeah, I'm like to be to have Homelander as your boss, like, no, not not cute. And the interesting thing is when we think about like uh, the boys and how it's related to, to like current society, um, they mentioned something about DNI. Like, I work in DNI, so I I literally picked on that. Like, like oh, this would be great for diversity and inclusion in the seven. It's kind of appeal to the millennials. So I'm just like. Oh, look at them 
incorporating DNI into the seven. So I thought it was just like, oh, that's interesting. And it kind of plays on everything that's kind of happening with corporate America. Like we need to be more inclusive. And then, you know, Bald is trying to also adopt the same kind of like uh, mentality about DNI. So I picked up on that, but obviously Homelander ruined it. And he was just like, I don't want no fucking crippled in the seven. I was yeah. like, oh, that's a very Republican Donald Trump move. So, mm -hmm. um, so I thought that was very, very interesting. But I do want to talk more about Stormfront because when she came, she had her little phone. She was insta snapping, and she was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm part of the seven. I don't know if you guys know this, but yeah, I'm part of the seven. So, anyways, I'm just like, "Ooh, this girl is a savage." Yes. What are your thoughts when you when she first introduced herself? Yeah, I think that they kind of. They make you think that she's gonna be this really like cool and like outspoken girl yeah. who doesn't care about what people think and yeah. she's kind of funny and sarcastic so they kind of set you up to like her in the beginning um but obviously later on you see that she's like a horrible human being so a horrible human being did you know what okay so i don't know if you peeped this but you know the eagle dude from uh that bail deep out of jail yeah do you know he's that he's a, he was on insecure oh that's where i saw he him. was jared from i was like that's jared from insecure that's, that's insecure. where i saw him okay yeah i forgot I was, like, no, I was trying to figure i've seen him on like a cw show or something i didn't know where i'd seen him but yes it was insecure he's from insecure girl but yeah i was just like okay i was trying to understand like what is this guy's deal with investing in the deep because obviously he has superhero superpowers but he's not part of the seven so i'm just like okay does he really want to help the deep get his shit back together or is it just more like i want to try and see if i could get into vault so let me just kind of not necessarily take advantage of him, but let me help him, but look for something in return after I help him. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but I feel like they're setting up a storyline for the Church of the Collective, because um, that's creepy. It and is. I also think they're setting up some storylines for next season, because I already know that Soldier Boy is gonna be in season three, and they mentioned him when Mr. Edgar was talking about who like the real like founder of Vought was. Oh yeah, 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 that, yeah. Like they mentioned Soldier Boy's name and then later on in like episode two or three, Mallory also mentions like an old soup. So I don't know what's going on with that, but I feel like soups from the past are gonna sort of like merge with soups currently. So I don't know what's going on with that, but she was trying to figure out who that some soup that was like from a long time ago so well they did renew season three so this yeah it's a definite go i'm just like okay i see i mean it's one of the biggest series on amazon like they even said yeah. it's like one of their top series yeah so i mean otherwise i think we cut for me like that was the big ahas in episode one i yeah. don't know if there's anything else you want to add before we jump into episode two because it gets even more nah nah let's go into episode two Okay, so episode two, we are introduced to Homelander's child and his baby mothers. And I was just like, oh, this kid, he's so cute, but he's such in a bubble. And I'm just like, okay, this may be a good thing or this may be a bad thing. And I just 
don't know, like, I was just like, I just felt bad for the kid. I felt bad for the kid. And I feel like Homelander is trying to find that, like, family type situation. He's trying to obviously make this kid like a mini him. And it's not, my prediction, it's not going to fucking work. I think it's going to backfire on him tremendously. I don't know what you're Yeah, um, I would say that there's, the, both of the parents are not handling uh, raising this kid properly because the mom is isolating him from everybody, which giving somebody that sort of upbringing with those kind of powers can be dangerous to isolate them. They need to be socialized. They need to have like normal human interaction and empathy. And so they're kind of in a way, like I think they tried to make it better than Homelander by giving a mom in, in like a house and like a normal setting to this kid, but they're still isolating him. So I think he's gonna have some of the same problems that Homelander has when he gets older. Um, I also think that like Homelander is trying to push him out there too quickly. So there needs to be like a middle ground and- if Homelander should not be in his life. <clears throat> Well, obviously, he's a sociopath, and um, he if he does have an influence on him, it's going to be an evil one because he's evil, but... Yeah, yeah. and, then, and also the lady, the lady's name, the old lady's name is Grace. Mallory. No, it's Grace. Yes, Grace Mallory. Mallory's her last name? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I put <laughs> on here... Because uh, I'm just like, wait, what? Okay, because I was just like, I put... Grace needs to understand that she created Butcher. So yeah. before, before, so we have the scene with Homelander trying to interact with this kid and all these other things, and then cut to once again Butcher reaching out to Grace Mallory. And then the the honest the thing that irritates me about this bitch is like she created this in Butcher because she found out that Butcher's wife, I guess got raped i don't know what happened with her with homelander specifically but she back in the day she found that out and then she enlisted butcher to help her with the the soups and then now she created now her kid now her grandchildren died and she don't want no part of it but now butcher's so invested in it and it's just like she's annoyed but i'm just like you're annoyed based on what you created you created this in butcher so now he's not gonna stop because you opened up something for him so I'm just like, why is she getting upset? Why is she getting annoyed? This is your creation. And unfortunately, your grandkids have to suffer for that. But you created this. If you had not introduced Butcher to all of this, he would just probably be, like, super depressed. Or maybe, like, I don't think he would have moved on, but I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be, like, who he is now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I get why she doesn't want anything to do with him, because that's really traumatic. But, um... but she created him. Yeah, yeah. I just, I feel like they might be, like, super similar in that way, because I don't think that if Butcher did get his wife back, he would have any interest in helping out, like, Mother's Milk or Huey anymore. So I think they're both just, like, in it for themselves a little bit, so I guess that's why she recruited him and they worked so well together before, but yeah, I guess she's, like, the new Reina now, so... I don't know. We're going to definitely see more of Mallory Grace. That's for sure. I don't think... Yeah. So I don't know um, if this is episode um, one or two, but there is this, like... I think it's episode one, so I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to that, but... Um, what's with the fresca? 
Like, are they putting something in it? Like, it was, it was weird. And I guess, and switching back to episode two, I think episode two is where, where like, the deep, he takes some mushrooms and he starts singing to himself. And then I think they give him, like, Fresca again. Like, they, yes, yes. Like, yeah, so it's still, it's still episode two. I think that in episode one, they gave him a Fresca, but then yeah. you see it again in episode right. two that they keep giving him this shit. And yeah, I'm just I like, know. I, I think that maybe there's something weird going on with that too. So, I, I mean, definitely, I feel like that Church of the Collective story is going to get um, bigger. As I think it's going to have, it's going to, they're going to tie it into like these church cults, like yeah. Church of Scientology and all these things. Yeah. Homelander clearly made a deal with Becca to spare Billy's life. Oh, the, the wife. Of course. Yeah, of course, because he would have, he would have, he, do you, Billy doesn't, I mean, sorry, Billy, uh, Homelander doesn't care about Butcher, yeah, like, yeah. he would actually probably would have killed him, yeah. um, at, when he was at Ole, uh, Madeline's house, he would probably would have killed her then, but well, he, no, the, I think he wanted Butcher to see that Becca was alive and that he was wrong, so I think he would have killed him after the fact, on the line, but, there is a mention of their deal because um, you know what's crazy when you mentioned when they talked about the deal they didn't really expand on what it was specifically so i was like so what exactly is the deal is the deal for him never to see his son or is the deal specifically to not kill butcher i think the deal is for him to not kill butcher because he said that we have a deal that's running around and alive and well and i think he was referencing butcher so I think the deal also kind of includes him and his son because you got to remember yeah. in season one he didn't know nothing about his son so yeah. now he knows and now he just right unwilling he's like reluctant she to unbeknownst I don't say unbeknownst to um Becca but she's now kind of put his self in their lives and that's mm -hmm. not what she wanted so I feel like the deal is yeah don't kill Butcher but also, like, we can do an arrangement with my son now that you quote-unquote know. Because I don't know, once again, if this is episode two. And I don't want to, I want to still talk about A-Train. But I don't know if this is episode two. But you remember when she was panicking? Or this could actually be episode three. Uh, I don't want to talk too soon about it. But you could correct me if I'm wrong. But she started calling, like, I guess this tower and just, like, butchers here, like, and then the guy's like, sorry, we can't get rid of him. You're just going to have to deal with him now because now he knows. So I kind of feel like part of their deal is to kind of, like, accommodate Homelander, unfortunately, as long as he doesn't, I guess, like, make his son use superpowers and also don't kill Butcher. But I think there's a lot more to the deal than what we think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I agree. He has, like, some rights to see his son, apparently, um, based on whatever they decided to do. But she's not having it. She's like, I want you out. You're a horrible person. So I'm, like, actually surprised that she stood up to him. I think that's really good for her, because, like... That's a good I mean, point. And you know what? I, that's <laughs> a good point. And I think she stood up to him because she's like, what you gonna do? Like, my son only knows me. So if she, if he were like to kill the mom, the son is not gonna be like, oh, okay, well, I guess I have my dad. Like the son don't even like him like that. He's just like, um. Yeah, I don't think he's, I mean, when it comes to people that are close to him, I don't think he's as um, 
quick to kill somebody. So I think even with like the people in the seven, like he clearly wants to kill Starlight, but he's not going to because she's part of the seven. So as long as she's part of the seven, that's his family. So like anybody close to him, I think even like the deep, like he he'll make fun of him, he'll like embarrass the shit out of him and disrespect him, <laughs> even threaten his life. But I don't think he's actually gonna do anything unless it's like absolutely necessary. So so you know what we need to talk about? A-Train and Starlight. That whole, like, hush-hush situation. When his ass pulled up, I was like, okay, in my mind, I'm thinking, <laughs> they good. They good. She saved his life. He was saved his life. They good. And you know what part we got forgot to talk about? As we got forgot to talk about how Starlight and Huey are still meeting up to bring down the seven. But I digress. A-Train showed up acting funny. He was just like... Yeah, I don't remember any of that. I was just like, oh, word? Wow. Yeah. Brand new. Brand new. I think that there's getting even more stereotypical with A-Train's storyline. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you said that, because there was one scene with him in the club popping bottles and there was yes. a whole bunch of trap music. I'm just like, oh, so we're, we're really doing this with A-Train's character. We're right. Making right. Yeah, I just feel like somebody white wrote his storyline. I was like, yeah, this is what Black people like to do, <laughs> and this is what Black people care about. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems like there's no Black people in the writer's room like writing his story um i definitely feel like him saying oh it's all about the you never mess with the money what about the cars and the houses and like that's so pissed because he's just like oh like not everybody grew up like you having everything i was like oh so we're making another stereotypical assumption that because you're black you can't grow up with a silver spoon in your mouth or you can't have a lot and he was just like nothing going on up there except for ooh, I like houses and hoes and cars. Like, yeah. so, like I feel like they based it off of like the stereotype of a athlete slash rapper. I mean, in all <laughs> in all due respect, he is an athlete because he's like a runner. Yeah. But I when he said that, when he and him and Starlight were getting into it, and he said, I'm just like, I kind of shook my head. I'm just like, oh, so we're doing like this whole like, oh, he became he became a soup and then he became the star, this um the fastest guy ever, because all black people, you know, we love to run and throw a basketball. Um, and then all of a sudden, like he's like, I need this money, I can't bring down ball. I need this, I need money, I need the compound V in order to keep this image of money. I'm yeah. just like, you know what? Right. I just think that his um, character is really basic, and that's not really his fault. I just feel like the writers aren't really giving the right attention or the, like, enough attention to A-Train's storyline. Um, I feel like they did that to Maeve in the first season, too. Like, they didn't really give her, like, a great storyline, so... And her storyline is still shit. Like, yeah. I, like, with the whole scene with her and her ex, and I'm just like... I think that they just throwing that shit in there. Her character has no depth. We're, we already know she's afraid of Homelander, and she was once upon a time a lesbian. What else? <laughs> like, what else? Like, what else with her? Like, seriously, I honestly thought I was, I don't think she, I don't know if she appeared in the first episode, but when I saw her come back in the second episode, when it was her, Storefront, and Starlight, I'm just like, why is May still here? Like, why is she here? Like, y'all need to replace her. Like, there is nothing about her character. Like, she's just washed up. I don't know. I don't 
I don't mind any of the characters, but I do think that like they could have given her a better storyline and I think they could have done the same for or like a more interesting storyline for A-Train because they definitely give him a a full storyline. It's just typical and basic as fuck. So um and you know one thing that we mentioned at the top of this po- at the top of this episode was that there's a lot of things I personally felt that was predictable. And you remember when they had the um that filming of the of the soup terrorist by the I guess by the bay or whatever? Yeah. I knew that was Kamiko's brother. I knew it was Kamiko's brother. As soon as she yeah. saw it and she started saying like boy boy boy, I was like she knows that man. Yeah. Like, it's like I was like okay. How come Frenchie didn't know that she was talking about her brother? Those are the only things they know about her. Like, is that she was part of a terrorist organization and that she was close to her brother, but they got separated. And that was the thing that she was trying to get back to all of season one. So the fact that she kept saying, boy, 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 like, I can't believe he didn't put two and two together. As smart as he is, he was like, boy, what could that possibly mean? And then, like, went back to whatever he was doing. So I was like, and I and that's and that I don't think it like pissed me off when I was watching it. I just I knew immediately when I saw Kamiko's reaction. I was like, that is somebody close to her, and I bet you it's probably her brother. And right. then we actually get introduced in episode two that that is her brother. Mm-hmm. That is her brother, and she tries to protect him when they're in that they go into that store, and he's about to like, and Butcher's about to shoot him. And yeah. she protects him. Yeah, protects him. <laughs> I actually put, I said Butcher is a dick. I literally, I put it in here because, like, literally that scene just made me hate him because he, by any means necessary, he was going to kill one of, the spice, one of the Spice Girls' own brother. He's like, yeah. I don't care. She, he's a terrorist. I'm going to kill him. And Kamiko's whole plot line in season one was to find her brother. Right. And you knew that, and you were still going to kill him because he's a terrorist. Right. And so they, and so she had to be the unfortunate one to like, to uh, like subdue him and like try to knock some sense into him. And it's just like, she's like trying to protect her brother. It's like, listen, I don't want them to kill you. I don't want you to die. So they was fighting in the street. And I'm just, and I literally put here, Kamiko, don't kill your brother, please. Cause they started arguing and I was just like, don't kill him. Don't no, kill him. no, I don't think she would ever do something like that. Um, I don't think so, but I think she was worried because he yeah. was just like, I want to, he's like, nah, like I want to kill all these people. Like he was like, not the brother that she knew growing up. So yeah. she was scared for him. Yeah, he was way too um, em- emotional and not very strategic. So I feel like he had all this anger placed on, like, the soups. And it's like, okay, well, what's your plan? Like, you can't just attack all of them. Like, they're technically some of the strongest superheroes in the world. You need a plan. You can't just attack everybody without any thought to it. So, yeah. So, I mean, that 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 scene alone, even though when, I swear to God, when she said that that was her brother, I was like, I literally got up and was like, I knew it, I knew it. Yeah, that and, was pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, I just like, I knew that. And then it was kind of like, and then, I don't know, is there anything else that I missed that you want to add? Because I, I, I mean, want to. I just, um, I know that they mentioned that her parents died and she stopped talking. So it's not that she can't talk. It's that she has like a mental block. So I think that my prediction is that she's going to start talking again because she's yeah, she not like a mute or anything. There's nothing wrong with her vocal cords. Um, 
So yeah, I think that eventually she's gonna end up talking. I don't know if it's gonna be this season or next, but yeah. I agree. I think she's gonna start talking. I don't know when, and I don't know, it's gonna be interesting what triggers her to start talking. Cause you would think it would be her brother, right? Like I see my family, I see my brother who I haven't seen forever. So you'll think that'll trigger her to actually speak. So I don't know what's gonna trigger her, but you know, I think I have an idea. So my prediction on that is Frenchie is gonna be seriously close to death. And then that will probably be when she speaks. Oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah, well, I definitely think that um, their relationship is gonna turn like full on romantic or something. Cause she's in a very like shitty place. So I do think that like maybe, I don't know, they're gonna fuck or something. <laughs> I mean, I, good luck to freaking Frenchie on that because you know what happens when you have sex with a soup, your dick falls off, so. <laughs> like, that was scene. That was my favorite scene out of the boys is when that man was like, it snapped off. <laughs> I mean, it was so funny. I'm just like, what? It was uh-huh. so funny. We haven't but, seen that guy yet. I don't know if he's going to come back. <laughs> you know what? We'll, I, don't, I don't know. Like, maybe he will, maybe he won't. But it was pretty funny. Like, it was pretty funny. And I'm just yeah. like, well, you got to be careful when you're messing with superheroes. But at the end, I thought it was really good that Butcher reminded us, like, how much of a dick he is when he punched Huey. Mm, yeah. I was just like... Talk about kicking them while they're down. Right? He was just like, listen, you think you a badass? Punch him in the face. You, you not. And you know, he's like, nobody's going to stop me from getting my wife. I don't give a fuck who they are. And I'm just like, wow. He's back. He is yeah. back. And he hasn't changed. Because you remember I was saying after season one, I was just like, well, what's going to be Butcher's storyline now? He saw, He saw his wife. He sees her with a kid, like, so what's the next thing? And his storyline is still, I need to get my wife back. I need to see what's up. So it's kind of yeah. like, he's still on that same dick mentality. Like, I'm yeah. going to do whatever I want by any means necessarily. And he's still saying, fuck all y'all. I still need y'all. And that's why I'm just like, why would they call him back? But and and, and honestly, I understand why they called him back to the group. But at the same time, I was just like, now there's like a semi-conflict of interest, um, especially now with Kamiko's brother, like in the picture. Yeah, I um, I think he's like a necessary evil uh, because he has all the connections to um, Mallory and he, that's the person who trained him. So he kind of has all this intel from working in that industry that they might not have. So they're all useful, but I feel like he's got the connections to get to Vought specifically. So, and then though, I guess strategy to make sure that they're like safe and they actually have like a plan. So yeah, he's an asshole and I don't like him, but he is necessary to the story. I mean, he's very necessary. Like you, I mean, you can't kill him off. Like, I mean, he is he, the main character. He, he is the main character. Huey's the main character. Homelander's the main character. Those are like the you big, can't. They can never be killed off. 
No. But but there's there's a lot of good conflict of interest between those three main characters. So yeah. it's not Kumbaya at all. Nah. Um so which brings me to episode three, but did I miss out anything in episode two? Like those were the things that honestly in episode two that really stuck with me. I can't remember anything else that happened. That I, mean, I was just I like the wow. only thing is just that like Starlight is like um, I don't know if this is episode one or two, but she is getting better at being a badass and not being so naive because yeah. she does blackmail that poor man, that poor salamander chameleon or whatever the hell his name was, Nan, um, into getting her the compound V. She does stand up to A-Train. Um, and she tries to like explain to Stormfront that you know, she's not who she thinks she is. She actually agrees with Stormfront, but can't really talk about it. And so I feel like she's trying to, like, be the hero still, but Huey's being, like, evasive and not telling the truth. So she's kind of alone in the whole thing. Yeah, she is. Stormfront definitely doesn't have her back. Huey is always missing and lying. A train is trying to ruin her, and on but top he of that, can't. I mean, he's trying, but he knows damn well he can't. Yeah, there's right. really nothing he can do. So. Absolutely nothing yeah. he can do. Yeah, that's it. That's the only thing I can think of. So, I mean, as we know, like Butcher literally almost killed Kamiko's brother. So, obviously, in episode three, a lot of tension between Kamiko and Butcher. Like, she's just like, "You out here trying to kill my brother?" He's like. Oh no! So you know that's a huge conflict of interest. Like he's yeah. he's pretty much like I think this this is the episode where they're out on the boat and they're kind of like having them set up so that they can like take her brother in. And Camille's, I feel like she's in her heart. She doesn't want to bring him in, bring them in, or bring her brother into the FBI or CIA or whatever. But the the trade off is having her brother killed. So it's kind of like. She's trying to have that moment with him as much as possible. But meanwhile, he's trying to escape. Like, they need to remember, like, you tying up a soup, a terrorist soup with duct tape, that ain't gonna, he gonna find a way to escape. So they in this boat, like, in the middle of the, I don't know, ocean, lake, I don't know. There's and I'm ocean. just like, there's ocean. a <laughs> Oh, yeah, so it's definitely an ocean. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Definitely an ocean. <laughs> and I'm just like, um, so something bad. I'm like, I knew something bad was going to happen. Yeah. But um, so I don't know. I, well, see, episode three is like definitely my favorite episode. So much happens, especially in like the last 15 minutes. That's really intense. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. Uh, scene when they're on the boat um first of all what is with what is with Huey and fucking Billy Joel like <laughs> he's obsessed with this guy it's like he's got nothing else and everything in his life is totally destroyed that he keeps watching that same video over and over as like I think it has something I think it has some significance I just don't know what it is yet I think that's his favorite artist but I also feel like he like always goes back to that whenever he's like really stressed out but it's such a weird 
thing to talk about all the time and like I didn't understand what was happening in like the very beginning of the episode because they start off with a Billy Joel um music video and I was like is this another scene from um Mesmer's show from like the 90s yeah because like, it was old school it was very old school. <laughs> I didn't know yeah, what was, was going on so yeah um I would say that that boat scene had so many like moving parts to it but first of all I do think that um Huey fucked up what do you mean time because he called Starlight and said hey oh, I know oh, that you oh took down by and you're like I was fine, so pissed I, I need so you to call me because you're second wind and it's like that Billy Joel song and he was just he was like he really like was out of it and wasn't thinking when he said that and I, I, I know for sure that that is going to come back to bite her in the ass I can just see it now I can see either Stormfront or Homelander playing that in front of the seven and her listening to it and everybody laughing at the fire at that part where like um he's referencing Billy Joel and talking about second win and crying and whimpering and saying that she's gonna take down Vaught like it's not good. Raven, I swear to you, when he called her, I was like, I don't think he even used a burner phone. I was so pissed. I was so pissed because I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, why, why would you even leave a message? I was like, first of all, who leaves voicemails? Nobody leaves voicemails. So I was pissed about that. And I was pissed at the part of him being so careless. Like yeah. you're being like when they were in the first episode, when they were on the train, you see how he was being like super village, um, uh, super diligent and like vigilant about where they were. Like, do you, uh, did you use the burner for burner phone? Did you use the burner phone? Did anybody see you? Like he was being like very like, you know, like scared and like being cautious. And then now you're just gonna call her Willie <laughs> Nilly, telling her that oh she took down ball and um leaving messages. I'm just like, that is so careless. And I agree with you. The shit's gonna bite him in the butt and bite her in the butt, they both gonna die. They're not gonna die. But it's gonna just cause more chaos because Obviously, and that, that's a great leading point to, like, now everybody knows that these superheroes are using this drug called Compound B, and A-Train obviously is, like, pissed because he's just, like, he knows that she's the one who leaked the shit yeah. because he knows that she, she got the Compound B from old dude. So he know he already knows that she leaked it. He already knew that this shit was coming, but obviously there's nothing he can do about it. He can't do shit about it. So he's pissed because he's about to lose all this quote unquote money. And I'm just like, you know, I was happy that, you know, the shit kind of hit the fan, but then I was mad because, you know, Frenchie and Milk Mother, Mother's Milk, whatever his name is, they're like giving Huey props, like, oh, like, you see the news? Do you see what Huey did? And Butcher was like, not impressed. Right, yeah. He's still not. He was like, yeah, that's great. He's, he's still just an asshole. So he that's not surprising. Um, but I did think it was like hilarious when. Um, the deep rolled up on that whale. He looks so stupid on it, first of all. <laughs> first of all, I thought it was really cute. I'm just like, oh. What? I thought it was so cute that, you know, I was like, wow. Because when all these, like, sea mammals started to come out, I was like, oh, well, here's the deep really coming through, using his powers, trying to 
save the day and then he's on this whale and I'm just like this shit ain't gonna end well yeah I mean he had no real plan of action he's not a smart guy so um it was really funny when I I love whenever I get to see like Huey's reaction to like something crazy happening it's always it still makes me laugh like oh when he just sat inside the whale yeah or when that lady's head exploded and he screamed and he's like her head exploded her head exploded like he couldn't stop saying it like I don't know that always makes me laugh like it never gets old because I feel like he's still like not used to it yet like or it's like he's not used to it I'm just like but he killed translucent but he's still like not used to all of the other things that happen and you know what there's one thing that I want to mention like you know how when I guess the seven they were together um and they're like where's Homelander because Homelander wasn't there it Mm -hmm. was like it was like I don't know what it was the scene I guess when the women were oh yeah when Maeve left and then like the women were kind of like doing interviews and A Train pulled up and all this other stuff and then they're like well where's Homelander where's Homelander I was just like oh they don't know obviously they don't know about his son like being he has a son and he's like being with his child and they don't know about any of that yet and I think that's gonna not necessarily be his downfall but Stormfront I'm pretty sure she'll be the first person to know about that and use it against him yeah I don't know we'll have to see what happens because um he's clearly going to be protected by Vought and also Homelander and I feel like Stormfront is one of those um, villains that's, like, too cocky. So, like, she thinks that nothing can stop her, and that's going to get in her way, because... Sounds like Homelander, but with the girl, the, a girl. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, they are pretty similar. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to see if... Um, I don't know if anybody else has a problem with Stormfront, because... Right now, it seems like it's just Homelander, but I could imagine that, like, other members of the Seven are going to, like, bump heads with her. Because she she's not nice to anybody. She not just does what she nice. wants. Yeah, she, <laughs> she really just does what she wants, which is totally fine. But um, I did want to backtrack, because remember when I said that Homelander was missing? And then that's when they kind of cut back to him with uh, Becca and his son. And he's trying to be, like, you know, interact with his son and trying to, like, be this father figure or whatever. And then that's when we see, like, you know, Homelander being very aggressive with Becca. And then the son comes in. This is why I brought I Fucks with Ryan. I love the way he attacked Homelander when he tried to come for his mom. So I'm just like, that's when I was just like, yep. This is not going to be, this is going to backfire yeah, on Homelander. I, I don't know how he's going to come back from that, but yes, that little. And he's just like, no, it's okay. Your anger is okay. He's just like, no. And then he's just like, I hate you. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. yeah this I is mean, not it's obvious. Like, I think it's the same thing over and over with him. He tries to make people love him through force and intimidation, and it never really works because everybody's just terrified him of him he's not he has no warmth it's just like that's not how you win people over like you always wanted to kind of i wouldn't say he wanted he never grew up normal so this is your chance of kind of having that sort of but the way you're going about it is weird like becca's scared of you your kid is like i don't know who you are and i i like being sheltered i mean yeah i mean i 
there's just so many different ways he could have approached it and I just feel like pushing him off of the top of the house is not a way to show yes, that that's a horrible way to do it and like I don't know he he needs like a makeover or something like inside and out before he even tries to have a family or any sort of emotional connection with somebody because I I mean who's gonna take him seriously in that whole costume and cape and the fake personality like I don't know who he's fooling like nobody can take him seriously and I I think think he's more like I feel like he was a lot of um comedic relief for me in this new season um he was funny in the first season but I feel like he's still just like almost kind of goofy sometimes because he's like (laughs) he's trying to impress people it's not working like when he like um kills that guy who's mm-hmm. um blind it's just i i thought it was kind of funny because like he's on the ground and the girl is like terrified because she just witnessed a murder and he's like hey hey no look over here look at me no no it's like he's he has no idea how people function how emotions work he thinks that he can just go around and do whatever he wants and everybody's just going to listen to him. So I think Stormfront is definitely going to um, put some perspective into that. Like he's, he's, she, she's going to give him some perspective for sure, because he's not the most powerful one now. So I think this is going to be the season where Homelander kind of crumbles a little bit. Yeah. He's clearly unraveling. So is Huey. They're both, unraveling i feel like those are the two characters it was like a clear like de-escalation for huey and in like an escalation for starlight i feel like because she's getting stronger she's getting to know who she is more and then huey's over here like sabotaging her without even realizing it by calling her on a regular phone and leaving a message that says that she took down but so yeah um The men are getting weaker and the women are getting stronger. (laughs) So let's talk about when the whole seven showed up and they tried to pretty much capture this terrorist, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, they had the scene where, I mean, I I thought it was not that gross. I I could tell it was fake, which I was just like, this is not um, great uh, (laughs) props or whatever they want to use. But I'm just like, okay, this is clearly fake the boat crashing into the whale and then Huey just literally just kind of being like in a daze (laughs) sitting right next to the heart like I was like I don't want to leave and then milk mother mother milk or milk mother was trying to pull him out I mean they eventually got him out but then long story short you know they trying to run away from the seven do 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 and Huey's slow self gets caught up Mm -hmm. and lo and behold Starlight tried to save his ass, but Homelander, oh, how Homelander just comes in. It's like, oh, so this is your friend. Kill him. And she was just like looking like, what? Kill him? She just, he was just like, yeah, kill him. And so she was just like kind of, you know, like, oh, I don't know what to do. Honestly, we knew she was not going to kill him. But then, you know, the soup terrorist, like, saves his life. Kaniko's brother saves his life. So I'm like, okay. So I thought that was going to be the turning point for him. Like, I thought that, oh, okay, so he's doing good now because he, like, 
semi, he didn't kill Homelander, but he kind of like subdued him for a little bit. And then, you know, Stormfront, this is when I started hating, this is the scene where I officially hated her. And I'm gonna give you specifically why I hated her. So obviously Stormfront chases Kamiko and her brother up to the roof. And no, not up to the roof. They go into, I guess, this like, um, I don't wanna call it. Huh? It looked like a project building. Yeah, I didn't wanna say a project building because it had a whole bunch of black people in it. So I didn't wanna assume, but it was, it, that's what it was. And I'm not saying that because there are black people in there. It was legit a project building. and. So they were trying to go up to the roof and she was literally killing all the black people in the house, in the projects that got in her way. So I was just like, okay, this bitch is a problem. This bitch is a problem. And then when she got up there, you know, obviously Kamiko and the brothers trying to fight her and stuff. And then Stormfront, she just like, you know, <laughs> knocking them out. She all like, oh, y'all weak, whatever, whatever. And then she eventually, her, it's her and Kamiko fighting. And then, you know, she got Kamiko down. And then she says a racial slur. Yeah, no, I mean, they she said that says they, uh, a racial slur. I'm yeah. not going to repeat it. But I was like, no, she did not say that. Yeah. I'm like, no, she did not say that. I was like, I officially hate her. Yeah, and she's I'm, really and then, racist. <laughs> she's really, really racist. So. And I'm like, oh, so that's what she's about? I was like, okay, but I was like, Kamiko, I want you to tear that bitch up. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> definitely, I feel like, if anybody's gonna kill Stormfront, it's oh, Kamiko. And I want her to do it so viciously, like, cause you know Kamiko's good with clawing people up and getting the intestine. Like, you know, she's good at yeah, you know, I think scrapping. she's gonna like rip her head off. Like she Listen, did the, what a, whatever she, whatever she wants <clears throat> to do, I'm with it. I just want it to be brutal. Because that scene, I was just like, oh no. And you can tell in Kamiko's eyes, like when they all regrouped at, I guess, their little hideout. Yeah. And, you know, Stormfront, she was like giving a speech. First of all, Homelander was looking at this bitch like, she's still she in my made spot. Some enemies, for sure. <laughs> yeah, she did. She's like, oh, Homelander, she's still in my spot. And then you see Kamiko just glaring at her. Like, yeah. you know how she always has that, you know how she always has that glare like this? Yeah, yeah, like she, um, like, she got <laughs> like that she, like, predator eye thing. Like the, I was just like, damn, that she, she's a good actress. I wish I could do that. She just, she nice. is really good at playing that character. Um, she's like, I'm gonna like, and it, it was just like her eyes just look like, like the eyes of a murderer. Like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. Like she didn't, she don't have to talk. Her eyes say it all. Like it's kind of like it kind of <laughs> does this like this like little like like thing where she like kind of it like zeroes in and she, it's just like do, 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 and yeah. then she has just this really mean stare like i'm gonna kill you and i was like oh yeah she that's that's her new enemy so every single person within the spice girls they have like their they have like their thing like they're all trying to like get back to their normal lives and take down vault but kamiko i don't think she's trying to take down vault anymore because the whole purpose of her joining the boys was to kind of figure out where her, where the fuck her brother was. And now her brother's dead by Stormfront. So she's just like, I'm going to get this bitch. Yeah, so she still has a reason to be in the group. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think she's going to leave. But I feel like her motives have changed. Like, her clear target is Stormfront mm -hmm. now. Like, you don't, her clear target in season one was like, oh, I just want to find my brother. And since y'all are going after Ball, I can probably get some idea on where he is. She found him. 
Storm Front murdered him. So she just like, okay, so now my purpose is to get that bitch. Yeah. LB. Um, yeah, I think that definitely that's her mission. Um, I don't know where Starlight stands because clearly Homelander has to know that she's working with Huey still. Um, so I don't know where she's like, how she's going to bounce back from that in the next episode. Um, obviously I think there's going to be something going on with the deep and the church of the collective. So I think that storyline is going to continue. Um, I think that based off of the preview that I saw that Homelander and Stormfront are going to start to get along. I don't know how much they're gonna get along i don't know if it's gonna be a friendship if it's gonna be more than that but um there is a scene where um they're at her house it seems like it seems like she's not gonna live in like the tower with everybody else she's just watching tv on a random couch and they have an interaction that was really weird to me (laughs) so i don't know like where they're gonna but she kind of gave him some orders and he like basically obeyed them so (laughs) i don't know what's gonna happen with that but i think they might end up being like friends or something um or i can see homelander so so guys we're in predictions now i can see homelander maybe using this as opportunity to kind of step back from his leadership role not fully but he has a kid and with the visceral reaction from his kid he probably just like, this is like my actual bloodline. So I need to focus on kind of that relationship because it's like, there was this instance where they're like, where's Homelander? He's not here. That's because he was with his kid. Yeah. So it's kind of like, he's going to have to figure out like, okay, maybe Stormfront should be the person. Like she has the same characteristics as I do. Maybe she should be the one leading ball and I can kind of step to the side and kind of invest in my son. But then there's going to be obviously a conflict of interest there because Becca doesn't want her him nowhere near her son. And she was just like, I will take him and I will go and y'all will never see him again, which I think is bullshit because she can't, where's she going to go? Mm-hmm. But it's like, it could go either way. I purposely, I watched a little bit of what's to come. Like I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't want to watch too much because I didn't want to kind of like, take away from what I personally predict is going to happen. But I mean, the, the, uh, the scene, the episode four, it could be anything. Like, we know there was a phone call made. Star, Starlight didn't kill, he, kill Huey. Uh, his son hates him. Um, the fly is still a mystery. Like the head of vault, like there's something fishy about him. I think he knows more than what we think he knows. And I think we're just going to, it's going to con- continue to, um reveal itself a little bit more in episode four i think i don't know how many episodes total is this season i think it's like 12 okay so episode four i mean episode four i feel like it's gonna expound expand i I lied i don't know how many episodes it is it might be let's assume eight or ten yeah yeah Uh, i do i did watch uh you know i watch all the previews because i can't wait so um friday i do know that stormfront um is building an army of soups that's like her mission and she's already kind of like 
it seems like she's already acquired some. So I think. But she, they can't be part of the seven. So she's she developing her own rules as she goes along. She's like, we need more soups. We need to fight these terrorists. She's basically riling up crowds. She's basically doing the same thing Homelander did at that um, very religious, yeah convention when he was like hovering over everybody like he was Jesus like she's basically doing the same thing but instead of like talking about God she's basically talking about scapegoating these like terrorists and making them the enemy so that people can get riled up about that probably to not talk about the fact that Vought is has been like drugging up babies for the last century so <laughs> I mean I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for episode four. Um, I kind of, I'm glad that they did like the first, they released the first three episodes. The only thing is like, now I want more. And I kind of wish it was kind of bingeable, but I mean, for the purpose of this podcast, it's great that it's not. So we can do an episode every week. Yeah, because I can. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's just like, you know, I'm just excited to see um, what's going to be in the next coming of episodes and i guess before we end so what did you hate um i hated a train's uh basic stereotypical storyline um i also hate still hate billy butcher um because he's an asshole but he's not like funny or anything i feel like homelander's an asshole but sometimes he makes me laugh so <laughs> but, so yeah go ahead um what else do i hate well i really hate the fact that stormfront is like super racist like hardcore racist like overt like, overt, overt like overt saying but yeah she's like an old school overt racist but she's like she's covering it up so i don't know if that's going to be revealed and if that's going to be something that um some of the members of the seven take issue with like i don't think that if people knew how extremely racist she was like i don't know how a train would react to that i don't know how black noir would react to that because we don't know what's underneath that suit um i don't think starlight would react great to it um Maeve probably wouldn't either but maybe she wouldn't care because she don't care about anything so um yeah, I definitely hate Stormfront. I think also, am I sexist? Because like Stormfront and Homelander are like the same person, but I find him entertaining. I I hate her. So you know, that's a good observation. I think you should explore that. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that in a lot of other things, like in the Ozarks. I hate the wife. I know. They're I don't like the wife with, either. Actually. I know they're both doing really bad things. I can't. I don't like the wife her. either. So but I, I think. My question to you is, if Stormfront was just as funny as Homelander, would you feel the same way? I mean, I do think she's funny. I just like think she's still... She, like, she got, like... I think it was just clearer that she was, like, a hardcore racist. Yeah, I think with no, Homelander, it's not as overt. Yeah, it's like, you're that racist. How can anybody, like... I mean, I know Homelander is, too, but... Yeah, not out here calling people racial slurs. So. Yeah, and like he doesn't, he doesn't 
Well, I guess he does go out of his way to kill people sometimes, but I don't think he would have handled that situation the exact same way. Like, I think he would have just gone to the roof and killed them, but I don't know. But I think because he can fly up there, that's why. Instead of he can too. But, at, well, yeah, I don't know if, Star- I, I, if it was Homelander in that scene, I don't know necessarily if he would have done all of that. I don't just, think he would have. I mean, I know he's like, a sociopath, but I don't but, think yeah. would have. I think she's slightly more evil than he, he is. Because everything that like, Homelander does is, like, kind of, like, strategic. Like, I was, because I was thinking, like, well, on the plane, he let all those people die, but it was strategic. Yeah. He did it because he wanted to make a statement about soups being in the military he just he didn't just kill them for the sake of killing them right yeah from was just like okay I, yeah I just don't I think she, like takes um pleasure in killing people of color specifically so i think that's why i really think after that it's like how can you like her at all you know um yeah. and then i mean i agree with everything that you hated but did you mention about a train yeah okay so i I don't want to be redundant, but a lot of the things that Raven said, I also hated it, but I just want to expand on A-Train because he's, I can't, you know, I'm all about Black men, and I just feel that his character is very stereotypical in a negative way, and I am very interested to see where the, how more stereotypical are they going to be with his character like is he gonna be like is this gonna I don't know I don't know like I don't I don't know what it's gonna be like with the storyline like because you know like the whole like you know we can't snitch and he knows all of these things about starlight so is he gonna be like oh I can't snitch and I don't know I just I don't I I'm I'm, I don't like his storyline right now um I think it's yeah. very stereotypical like yes it's great we have a black man that's a superhero but it's based off of stereotypes and so i want to see like okay where y'all gonna take this because he's into some shit he clearly his, his his superpowers are dwindling um and he out here being reckless and starlight has a hold on him a white woman has a hold on him let's let's be clear it's a white woman that has a hold on him that if she opens her mouth, it can ruin his career. So I'm just trying to understand what that dynamic is going to be. And I honestly wish that A-Train wasn't acting stupid when he was just like, who saved my life? What happened? Oh, I don't remember that. I was just like, see, now, so I was just like, okay, so I know where this is going to go because now you acting like, Huey didn't save your life and Starlight didn't save your ass. And so I was like, now you have this white woman who has power over you because you guys are stupid. So that's one, that's like out of everything that you mentioned, that's the one thing I want to highlight that I hated it. But mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to episode four on Friday. And um, I wanted to see what's next, what's going to happen. I know like Raven said like, oh, this is may happen because of the um, recaps but I mean not recaps but like the trailer but I don't watch them so I don't know 
Yeah, um, who knows? Sometimes the show is kind of unpredictable. So I feel like they really set up a lot of storylines. And like in the last 15 minutes, it got really like intense. Because before it was kind of like lighthearted, funny, catching up with old characters, maybe some heads exploded, but like nothing <laughs> crazy. And then like that scene where Stormfront killed all those people of color was just very disturbing. So um so we have established it y'all we hate stormfront yes how can we uh, not we she hate her <laughs> and we hope a train's character does not fall into the stereotype but you know we just gotta see we got x amount of episodes left so we're gonna see we're gonna dig deep um and we're gonna catch y'all episode four any other closing remarks y'all still need to put a black woman in there Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say that every episode <laughs> until she's until until we get get one in there. Yes, and don't put a black one in there and she is super terrorist because I'm gonna that's when I'm, it's gonna be an issue. She better not be. I, I don't mind either way as long as they're not stereotypical. I prefer her to be part of the seven, but because the terrorists like they're going to try and kill the terrorists, so it's like I don't want her to have but a short. The, the seven. Stand not great so if she was I mean, like, yeah they're not great they're yeah, not great she was like resistance if she was like more like the same sort of resistance that we have against like the police because you know the soups are kind of like the police that would be a cool storyline too so either way just don't make her typical yeah i mean if they're gonna do one that's fine i prefer her being the seven but she gotta be a soup terrorist don't let her be some crazy black lady stereotypical I don't know. Yeah, just because we're not a monolith, so yeah, I just don't want her to be. I've got one kid, and the dad's gone away and on drugs, sort of situation. So. And I have to be a stripper to pay through college, like man, right? We ain't having that. Yeah, we ain't having that. Yeah. If anything, have her be the typical stereotype of like, I have three degrees and I got three superpowers to match, blah, 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 blah. And then here is my black husband and our child who also is a superhero. Like, that is what I'm Something, yeah. Something, yeah, something positive. Yeah. But other than that, I yeah. got no other coping remarks. No, that's it. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.